Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. The battle for Britain's future. Our next guest says... Departure of the United Kingdom from the European Union could trigger a panic for financial markets. We've got details. That's all coming up. Hal Scott, he's a Harvard Law professor, an expert on international finance and securities regulation. We must hear what he has to say because the Leave vote once again is looking stronger in the latest polls from the U.K. Let's get back to Charlie Pellet now. He's in the newsroom with the Bloomberg Business Flash. And I thank you very much, Kathleen. We are brought to you by the American Arbitration Association. International trade or business dispute resolve faster with the International Center for Dispute Resolution, the leader in alternative dispute resolution around the world, ICDR.org. Now, a developing story, Platinum Partners offices being raided by federal agents looking into the hedge fund's operations after a manager at the firm was charged this month with bribing a union chief, this according to a person familiar with the matter. Agents from the FBI and the U.S. Postal Inspection Service were at Platinum's offices in Midtown Manhattan this morning, according to the person who says the raid is separate from the bribery probe. Stocks are fluctuating light volume amid fragile sentiment as traders weigh the probability of the U.K. voting to remain in the European Union a day ahead of the referendum. An early climb for equities lost momentum after Brexit polls released today quelled optimism. John Riding is chief economist at RDQ Economics. Well, certainly, it, to me, it seems these, this Brexit vote is not about economic policies. It's much more about immigration and uh, something that there's been a... There is, I suppose, in the English-British psyche a, a deep-seated uh, distrust of, uh, uh, of Europe. FedEx falling the most in five months after disappointing investors by not providing more specifics on how the $4.8 billion acquisition of Dutch shipping company TNT Express will affect earnings. FedEx down 4.1%. S&P lower by 2 to 2,086, a drop there of 0.1%. Gold down 520 the ounce to 1267, a drop also of 0.4%. And 332 on Wall Street now, a look at other news from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Campaigners pressed their 11th-hour appeals a day before the U.K.'s landmark vote on membership in the European Union. The latest opinion polls showed rival camps neck and neck. An online survey published by Opinium showed what the company called a statistical dead heat, with 45% of respondents for leave and 44% for remain. More than a week after the mass shooting in Orlando, Florida, Governor Rick Scott is calling for more support of local businesses near the Pulse nightclub that have lost revenue. we got to get, get these businesses back to work so they can continue to employ the business, the people that, that, uh, that they employ every day. House Speaker Paul Ryan joined fellow Republicans to unveil more of the House GOP's agenda. Speaker Ryan says replacing Obamacare is an area where they have been working on for some time. There are some long-standing principles you will see advanced. But what you're seeing today is a consensus by House Republicans 
on the best way to replace Obamacare, and that is a very important achievement in and of itself. Also on Capitol Hill, rebellious House Democrats shut down the chamber's legislative work today, staging a sit-in on the House floor and refusing to leave until they secured a vote on gun control. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you and again. Recapping equities lore, 26 minutes to go ahead of the close. The S&P 500 index down two points to 2,086, a drop of one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. The Brexit Vote. Coverage continues now on Bloomberg Radio. Brexit. If the U.K. does decide, does vote to leave the European Union, what will it mean for financial markets? Our next guest says it could trigger a panic, similar what took place after the collapse of Lehman Brothers. Let's get right to Hal Scott now, professor at the Harvard Law School and someone who has written and been quoted and listened to uh, in, in great great depth uh, on the U.S. financial crisis. So we're very eager to hear what he has to say about what could be triggered by Europe. Hal, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. So uh, an expert on capital markets regulation, author of uh, a new book that's coming out, Connectedness and Contagion. What is the contagion that could go from this vote to the markets? Well, let me start by saying I think the probability of us having a Lehman repeat or contagion is very, very low. Uh, nonetheless, if it does occur, it will have a very high impact, so we need to worry about it. It's just um, a contagion is basically something that uh, is an irrational panic of a fear of the unknown. I mean, what happened with Lehman is it was a shock to the system. No large financial institution can fail. Look at what we did with Bayer. That's not going to happen. And it did happen. And that sent people rushing to the exits, uh, short-term funding withdrawn from banks and, importantly, non-banks, went on money market funds, et cetera, uh, no short-term funding available in the market. That was the heart of the financial crisis in 2008. So you never know when something like this can happen. And uh, if there were a pullout, um, it could it could be a shock. And people could say, I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh I better get my money out of banks or non-banks. Hopefully that never happens, but it has in the past. Professor Scott, I'm wondering if you could draw on your experience uh, in capital markets regulation and speak perhaps about, well, what happens on Friday if indeed the United Kingdom votes to stay in the European Union. Will we see a different kind of capital market structure in Europe? I don't think so. Um, you know, Europe has uh, been working at um, improving their internal market. Uh, they have a big program to do that. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that what integrates the financial markets in Europe is London. London is the key to Europe's financial markets. So that's going to continue to be. I mean, I think that's what people are worried about. If London gets out, where will the center of, you know, financial markets being, yeah. Well, how, it seems to me you touch on a, a point that is not a, about panic and it's not about Brexit and crisis. It's also about the EU and, and certainly the euro area. I guess that's really what I'm referring to, that 
the ability to integrate the banks in terms of bailing out Greece or, you know, across the, the area has been limited. Uh, is there any argument that you can see from a financial standpoint at all for the UK to leave? Is there any benefit they would get from, you know, being outside the EU parameters, but still maybe somehow able to remain the center of finance in Europe? Well, as you know, they're not part of the euro, so they don't need to get out of the EU to get rid of the euro. They have their own currency. Uh, and they've been able to operate as the center of financial markets in the EU, even with their own currency. So that gives you, uh, you know, some um, insight into how important UK financial markets are. Um, so I, I think that, you know, if they um, – what they're what they're concerned about is the level of European regulation. Um, it's very high. It's very bureaucratic, um, and they they have to deal with it. So uh, a big argument for leave is we get rid of these pointy head you know guys on the continent that are interfering in our free markets in the UK. I think it's totally exaggerated. By the way, I think both sides are totally exaggerating the consequences of a vote here because they want to win the vote. But I think there is, you know, something to be said that the UK, by getting out of the EU, would be free of some forms of financial regulation. But on the other side, trade-wise, I think uh, politically-wise, it would be very bad for them to leave. Uh, Professor Scott, uh, I'm going to try to draw you on a, on an unrelated topic, but it has to do with negative interest rates in Europe. Uh, have you ever uh, experienced negative interest rates, and what do you make of them? Well, I've never experienced them, thank God. Um, uh, you know, um, it's one thing for um, the Fed, or the Fed is actually doing it, let's say the Bank of Japan, to say to a bank, you know, if you want to park money here, um, you may have to pay us to keep it. Um, you know, this is between the Bank of Japan and uh, a bank. Where it gets a little dicey is when that bank, who's now paying, you know, the Bank of Japan to keep their money there, sort of... You still with me here? Well, we go ahead give you two seconds. Okay. It gets dicey if they tell me that I have to pay a bank to keep my money with them. I'm going to take it out of that bank. Thank you very much. Hal Scott, professor of Harvard Law School, joining us from Boston. This is Bloomberg Radio. The big vote on Brexit. Will the U.K. vote to leave the European Union? And what are stock markets braced for? And... Once we get past the vote, what should you be focused on? That's coming up now on Bloomberg Radio.